0: Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. I'm sure
1: you don't want me to start. (laughs)
0: well we'll start hey good morning and welcome to the KLE podcast and the Friday discussion with Steve Steve good morning to you good morning (laughs) again you want to open 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 in a word of prayer, brother
1: (laughs) no 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 we already we've already opened Uh, you know isn't that strange how we do that Uh, you know we were just talking about traditions of men and about how and now now all of a sudden we're gonna open this. So now we gotta stop and pray. I mean, that's like we've been we've been already talking for you know ten minutes, fifteen minutes. And now now because we're starting this, now we have uh you know, we have to do it a certain yeah, yeah. And and then we gotta sing a song. Hey hey Sean, do you have a song? You know, we can sing before we start. I mean, why do we do that stuff? I- Traditions,
0: man. Tradition. Yeah. Tradition.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't make. It makes sense to us while we're doing it because we figure that's the way it's supposed to happen. But it's not. It's not life anymore. It's not the way it works. Yeah. Uh, it's just like that. Uh, we talked about it before. You know, the mental, the meeting mentality. Okay, now all of a sudden, I mean, we've had great fellowship. We've been talking about the Lord. We've been doing all this sort of stuff. And now all of a sudden, we all, okay, let's everybody go inside and sit down. And then you sit there like a bunch of, uh, I don't know, uh, the frogs on a log. And you're just kind of staring at each other. And, and okay, we're, let's open with prayer. Uh, okay, we've already been fellowshipping for an hour and a half. The presence of the Lord was there. I mean, you were because you brought his presence. Here we are together. We're fellowshipping. We're having great communion. And then all of a sudden we enter into this meeting mentality where now everything changes. We go into this formalized whatever it is, and it's just death. And we wonder why we don't want to be there it's just crazy yeah. everybody that was
0: talking before around around the fire or outside suddenly don't say anything because it's right right yeah like, everybody shuts up yeah yeah. know yeah, it's only one person that can talk you know just like oh gosh yeah no really well it's it's interesting i mean we're talking about tradition and and um we kicked that off sort of with with the mindset the mentality we both put out posts i think this week on um, that that sort of challenge, that kind of thinking. And, and, uh, uh, you know, when we're talking about the Old Covenant and the Old Testament, the thing that I realized, picking up the discussion where we were, is that in the Old Covenant, they never could break the stronghold of sin. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, they always went from, from seeing the Egyptians destroyed in the Red Sea to grumbling against the Lord and being slain by snakes, you know, just like right. all you know, is like they could never, they could never overcome sin because there was no right. grace. And right. and um, but traditionally, we've got to focus on the sin of man and right. the sinner and the sin. You know how what you're doing in the flesh. And traditionally that's it. So people fight you when you come with a with the an opposite spirit and you start saying, but the focus is not on the trespass, the focus is on the new creation. The grace of is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And because grace gives you the ability to overcome sin. If you haven't got grace, we done because by faith you're saved through grace right not of yourselves it's not so but when we put our faith in the grace of god that's how we overcome sin but but we don't you know i've like you i've heard many many messages and there's not a lot of focus on that but it's rather on the sins the fruit the the leaves of the tree and they haven't they're not focusing on changing the root if the root changes right then then the fruit changes,
1: you know? Well, when you begin to realize that by grace are you saved through faith, it's grace that came first, not your faith. Yeah. All I did was mix with faith the gospel that I heard. So it's it's not it's not resting on it's not resting on me necessarily, but it's resting on my accepting what's already been done, what's already approved. Yeah. It's not my performance, it's not by works of righteousness which I have done. Right. But it's by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and the Spirit of God that sent it into my heart to even, even acknowledge that. And But the same thing happens in business. It happens anywhere else. We do not want to change for some reason because of either tradition or because we've always done it this way or because this is how we've heard it taught. Uh, whatever it is, we don't want to change. Uh, and that's where it gets so frustrating is that you bring somebody something that's out of the new covenant Um, you know like like the performance issue uh, and grace and it's not by something that you've done Uh, by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it's a gift of god not of works lest any man should boast so you go back to what does the new covenant say about this you know what does christ believe about this not what does not what have we always done uh not what a bunch of guys made i mean do you realize the generational curse thing uh all these different little principles or these different little things that have come out in the last 10 years say you realize how much money guys have made off of books and just touring on stuff like that i mean because it was something it was something that made sense and it was something, yes, it was scriptural, but it was old covenant. It was something that we're not supposed to. In fact, it says this uh, proverb was said amongst you, talking about the Jews, that if um, if a man uh, eats sour grapes, his children's teeth are set on edge. But it shall not be amongst you guys. It, this proverb won't even be anymore because the day shall come when I shall set in new covenant amongst them and then they shall say whoever it is that ate ate the sour grapes their own teeth will be set on it so don't say anymore that all this stuff is going to become or come upon you because your father had it your father's father had it and his father had that and so now all of a sudden you're in line for that no i'm of the generation of jesus christ this he is there is no further lineage back for me I was produced in spirit by Christ. This is who I am now. I'm not of Elmer or Crystal Bissett anymore. I'm now of Christ, yeah. a new creature. Uh, exactly. And so now it's not according to my performance. It's according to what I was born to do. This is who I am. I'm birthed in this. It isn't, it isn't something I have to try to get accepted or approved by and get born into. I mean, try to get accepted into. I was born into this. New creation, new new creation, royal
0: nation, royal priesthood, holy nation, special peculiar people unto God. Yeah, I'll
1: I'll accept that peculiar people. That's me right there.
0: So you know, it's right there. The that, and you see, that's the thing is when people don't have a um, a new creation consciousness. Right, their, their mindset is not is so focused on trying to deal with sin that they don't deal with they don't come f- flow from that that empowerment that comes from within that you know is that it's interesting I was thinking about this last night it's in Romans chapter seven Paul is talking you know I can't do what I because the law right. made this, me aware of sin and so I don't do what I want to do I do what I what whatever I feel like doing and that that and it goes no. on. But, and so at the end of that he goes woe is me how am i going to get free of this and then romans chapter 8 verse 1 says now therefore yes. there is no condemnation to those that are in christ jesus and then it begins to go on to explain how life in the spirit sets us free from the law right. you know there's a right. new law working it's the law of life in christ jesus it's right. not- sin and death anymore. It's the yeah,
1: and it's the spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus. And it's
0: that's that's the law that flows out of our new nature, the new created right. being that's within that we, you know and uh, that's what I was um you know I often tell people this is that you know we when we believe in God for a physical miracle a physical a miracle of healing and you know that we seem to struggle with that especially when it's like a real Difficult situation, or right, right. You know something that's really an infirmity, a disease that's really bad. Um, but as the thing about it is, if you look at, reverse a little bit, are you born again? Are right. you a new creature in Christ? Yeah. Well, then you've experienced the greatest miracle this universe can even comprehend, and and. You've got no evidence of it except the word of God. Right. You've never seen your your new creation being. You've never even seen Jesus, you know, doing it. Right. But you believe it because the word says so. Now you're worried about right your body. You know what for is it's that is a minor miracle. It's the same faith. So so by. Faith, you're, by grace, you're saved through faith. So by grace, you're healed through faith. By grace, you're delivered through faith. It's right. all the same. It's where you put your faith, where you put the focus. If you're putting your focus on the grace of God, you see, we think grace is permission. Permi- it's not permission. Right. It's It's empowerment. It's the, the Holy Spirit right. empowerment in our life to live a new life in Christ.
1: Right. Yeah, we think grace is some sort of a license to do whatever we want, and yeah. it isn't a license to do, it's, it's a license to be. I mean, it's a, it's a permission slip to be, yes. a, a covenant to be, a, a, a contract, um, an unbreakable covenant or contract to be. This is now who you, it's like a birth certificate. You know, it's not, I, I am not that anymore. By grace because god said this is who i am and that's that's not just permissive that's something that that's a creative statement a new creature that's in christ jesus is something that never existed before i mean this is this is a new being this is not those old things that i did the old things that my parents did the old things that I may have done in the womb. I mean, that's the most ridiculous stuff I ever heard. I remember thinking, why is it you're taking this guy back? He's supposed to be getting healed from this, but yet you're taking him back to something that happened to him in the womb? What are you guys thinking about? You're in Christ for crying out loud. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive and at work, and this person right now is sitting in front of you quickening making alive his mortal body and like abraham said he considered not his own body now dead but believed the promises of god and thereby things happened to him i mean he,
0: he didn't go back repenting for
1: being in the Ur of the chaldees right right yeah why would i do that that's not who i am anymore yeah same but imagine poor
0: adam i mean he didn't he didn't even oh, have a man. chance. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> he just walked yeah. in the garden, no meeting, no music, no intercession, no prayer meetings. <laughs> he just walked with God, all <laughs> his function. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's that's the thing, is you, you, you know, but the religious tradition gives right. us stuff that keeps us in bondage, and it's right. hard to move out out that mindset
1: right it, it is it is
0: really hard you know is why it, well, well you see now comes the the key the the key to all of this is romans 12 uh, 2 don't be conformed to but be transformed by you know mm. and and we we need that the renewing of the mind what you focus on is right we, desire will be and what your desire is is where your attention is and where your attention is is what is empowered in your life right so if we are focused and it's like one day a guy came and 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 said you know those guys are sinners and and he's talking loud so they can hear you know and i said you know that's not going to change anything i've had them come and talk to me in the gym and say you know what do you think of my lifestyle? (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, no, in fact, the guy asked me, he didn't even know who I was, I was pastoring a church at that point in time, but he didn't know who I was at all, he just, for some reason, maybe, I don't know, somebody said, because I used to talk to everybody in the gym, so maybe somebody said something, but he walks over to me, a young guy, he was with an old guy, and he walks over to me, and he says, um, What does God think about my lifestyle? And and I said to him, Well, I don't, you know, I'm not yet to tell you what I think God says about it, but right, but I can tell you this is that if it doesn't align with God's word, God doesn't love your lifestyle, or like your lifestyle, or approve of your lifestyle, but He does approve of you. Right. He loves you, you know, because that's why he sent Jesus to die for you, you know, and and um, he stood there and tears welled up in his eyes and he just looked at me, you know, and turned around and walked away. So, and I thought to myself afterwards, that's the pro- the thing is, we focus on the fruit, trying to change people's fruit, right? We never we never get them to focus on the root. Is that if your life is is Christ's life now, then you've got a new law of life living in you. And therefore, you have the power to overcome sin. That's what Paul was saying in Romans. you Right. But we focus on, and so we're so caught up in this religious tradition of how we are to transform the world. Right. Or ourselves. Or ourselves for that matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if Paul was to stay there in Romans 7, where it's, where it's I, for some reason, I can't stop doing this. I keep doing the things I don't want to do. Why is it I keep, if I keep focusing on that, I can't stop doing this. I, for some reason, I keep doing this thing here. This is what's happening to me. I, this is who I am. For some reason, I can't kick this. All I've done is concentrated on the power of that enemy to keep me down as opposed to shifting to romans eight where it says but now yes and that was the shift that i that i saw you know like like you said but now this is who i am now the the grace of god now the power of god now i've been renewed by the spirit of my mind now i mean all those nows you know it's almost like um um uh christ right now i mean what what is christ right now to us what is he like right now you know he's he's full of power full of might full of dominion full of glory full of honor full of love full of grace full of mercy full of i mean his eyes are flames of fire and out of his mouth comes a sharp two-edged sword his hair is white as wool, <laughs> but you know, you think, and it says, as he is right now, so are you in this world. What's to keep me from being that? What? Why? Why don't I do, because I keep concentrating on all the blemishes, on all the spots, and all the wrinkles, and all the bad stuff that I see about myself, and the accuser comes along and says, see, you're not holy that's it otherwise
0: you're not yeah yeah
1: you're not worthy
0: yeah
1: you're not worthy
0: Uh, so unless you unless you reach the certain performance standard and you clean up all your stuff in your life right right it's just like what i don't think so but that that's the thing is i you know i yeah, absolutely right. It's, we have Christ in us, the hope. Right. We've got, and, and we are in Christ. Um, so if we change the focus, we change the desire. And right. if we change the desire, we change where our attention is. And if we change where our attention is, that we get empowered from a different place. And we think if we... We can get people just—they know they're sinners. That, that's the thing. Right. I mean, hey, we know when we've done wrong. We, you know, and most of the world, they, you know, they just—they know it. They know that they, you know, they what they're doing is wrong. They know they're doing it, and that's it. You know, well, yeah. but but uh, they don't know how to overcome it. They don't have. Right. They haven't heard Second Corinthians chapter five seventeen. You know that says. Yeah. But God, you know, even when you were dead, or Romans chapter 5, even when you were dead in your trespasses and sins, when you were rebellious against God, God sent his son, you know, um, to to redeem yeah. you from that. So, it's like, even when we were enemies of God, Christ came and died for us. So, right. you know, just if, if we see God sets the empowerment in motion, even before we're ready for it, just because he right. won't us like that you know It's like he knows we can't overcome it we we we're not able to overcome these things on our own it's only by the grace of god you know
1: and right i was talking with a friend of ours you know yours and mine because we actually have some mutual friends (laughs) i actually have a friend believe it or not but (laughs) um
0: friends outside of each other do we (laughs)
1: yeah what do you know Uh, but this is what this is one we both know and uh um anyway i was just talking with him about this whole this whole thing we're talking about right now and um the scripture i think it's in second corinthians 2 or 3 it says beholding as it were in the mirror the glory of the lord yeah. um the the trouble is what we keep beholding when we look in the mirror is ourselves we keep beholding who we think we are. We keep beholding. Um I know all my shortcomings. In fact, I have people that come to me and say, Well, you're this way, you're this way. My list is bigger than yours about myself. I mean, I know what my faults are and my flaws are. I'm not blind, but yet it says, Beholding as it were in the mirror the glory of the Lord. I'm not beholding glory back there somewhere it's when i look at my full face as it says there in in james you know beholding your own natural face the word natural there's the word genesis if i'm beholding my own genesis face and then straightway forget what i was looking at yeah I, i i'm not a doer of the word anymore i'm just a hearer only that's right. But if I behold in the mirror the glory of the Lord, if I see glory when I look in the mirror, I see what God believes that I am. I see what he created. The genesis is who I am. Then I'm changed into that same image from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. And really all I did was behold, which means to to look intently upon and believe. I mean, it, it's the whole encompassing act. Yeah. I, I look. And I believe in that whole thing that I see. I, I take it all in. So if I'm beholding, when I look at my face, when I look at who I am in that mirror and I behold glory, it says I'm changed into that same image from glory to glory. But if I keep seeing who I was or what, what I do or did, uh, the Romans 7 thing, you know, I can't, I can't get out of this. I keep doing it. I keep wanting, you know i'm i'm glorifying the work of the enemy at that point and i'm not beholding glory anymore yeah exactly
0: yeah that's the thing is if you're not if you're not looking if you're not focused on the right place you you it's like it's like um when you are when when you become a dad you know is the moment they put a the moment they put a baby in your arms and say hello dad you know um Is your whole frame of reference in the life changes? It suddenly, you know, your your paradigm shifts because my role has shifted. I'm not just a man or an individual, or I'm not even, I mean, just becoming a husband is a paradigm shift, you know? So, and then suddenly, (laughs) now you become a, a husband and a father, you know? It's just like that whole paradigm shift suddenly. I mean, I watch people parents you know when they have a new baby and it's just like that the whole the whole thinking changes you know is is they're not the same anymore and we we need to understand and i think that's people fight me on this often it's just you know it's you just grace 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 and i no, i'm not just grace 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 but i understand the power of grace and if if i'm not helping people empower them to live free then how do they live free you're telling them where they where they're wrong and they they've got no answer for that oh you got to come to Christ but for what how you know what do I do they don't understand and when they leave the meeting what do they do then <laughs> you know right right we, we, what do we, what do they focus on at that point in time because we haven't given them grace you know we just haven't given right.
1: them it's like deliverance deliverance it, i can come in and i can tell you in the name of jesus come out of him and the thing will leave but if i don't if i don't teach you who you really are if i just leave you that way uh, i remember this one guy uh um, he came in and he says uh, i just need some help he says i keep hearing all these voices you know and, and they keep telling me different things to do and i said so uh, just, we just started praying." and we were in this shop building it was probably a 20 by 24 by 24 anyway it was a place like lawnmowers and things like that i was working for a different company at that time and um as a maintenance supervisor and uh anyway um we're both sitting there in the chair and i just start praying and i said in jesus name or jesus christ is lord that's what i said and all of a sudden i hear this And I open up one eye because, you know, at that time I was kind of spiritual. I had to keep both eyes shut when I prayed. And I open up one eye and I see him fly across the room and hit the wall. And he slid down and he crumpled down on the floor. And I said, Tony, say Jesus is Lord. He says, Jesus is Lord. And he he flies across the room, hits the other wall and crumples to the ground. I said, Tony, say Jesus is Lord. He goes, Jesus is And he fly, uh, once again, he, he hits the other wall and crumples the ground. I said, Tony, say J- Jesus is Lord, because Jesus is Lord. Wow, what just happened? I said, it left, didn't it? He said, yeah. Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do it for me? I said, because at the time when it's darkest and you're, you're at home alone. What would you do give me a call on the phone or would you be able to stand up and say jesus christ is my lord yeah exactly and, and if we just leave a person to the place where they don't know they don't know how to they don't know how to even relate with their heavenly father you know if i believe in the generational curse can i have generational curses of course you can if i believe a christian can have a demon. Can you have one? Well, yeah, of course you can if you want one. <laughs> but if you don't want one, don't have it. <laughs> you know, tell the thing to leave. We don't.
0: We don't realize the power. The power of our faith. Oh the, man, the, the, the supernatural ability to to set things in motion throughout. throughout. Oh yeah. We we, we don't realize. I mean, Jesus said, "Nothing is impossible to him that believes."
1: Right. Yes, nothing. Yeah. For all things are possible all to him who, who right. believes.
0: So it's just like, right. Um, I think we, I think we're missing something here because whether we believe it life or believe it death, we have what you believe. You know. Yeah. If Mark eleven twenty three. Jesus said, "Whosoever shall say unto." shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that what he says will come to pass. He will have whatever he says. It's the law of faith. So what have you got faith in? You know, what have you got faith in in your life? Because that's exactly what you will have. The thing is, we've got more faith in what we're saying about death, about... about That's true.
1: Because we don't doubt that, Sean. We don't Don't. doubt that in our heart
0: all you know why because traditionally that's what we've heard but, right but when you start coming the opposite way and start to saying, no you've got to speak a life you know i don't feel like right. you know right you know, yeah i don't feel like i don't see nothing you know just um speak don't speak sin speak grace uh what you know right what do you sin you know it's just i don't see grace grace is just permission <laughs> oh, man, no no
1: yeah. Well, the thing is about the words, you know, like like we're talking about here. If I speak the tradition all the time, I'm gonna have that continue in my life. If yeah. I'm gonna say, Well, my dad had this, therefore I have this, or whatever, I'm I'm gonna have that. Uh, you know, like you said, whatever you believe in your heart, you're gonna have what you say. It doesn't matter what it is. And you realize that back in even the old covenant, it says the angels of God excel in strength, doing his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of of his word so if i'm giving voice to his word what does it do to angels well they hearken to that yeah. and they're sent to render service on behalf of those who are called to redemption back in the book of daniel it talks about daniel started this prayer thing he started fasting and praying for 21 days at the first day you know he didn't think anything was going to happen finally on the 21st day this angel shows up and he says hey from the first day you said something i was sent right. and he says now he says i had to put up with all these the prince of persia and all these other guys along the way but he says now i have come for thy words wow. and that's a powerful thing when you realize it, you when we speak we're made in the likeness and image of god so our father spoke the worlds into existence he upholds all things by the word of his power. I mean, that's how, that's how he does everything. That's who we are. That's our lineage. That's, that's our inheritance. That's who we are. And we just don't, we don't understand Christ in you. We don't understand the whole purpose for which we were born. We just think for some reason, we're just, I don't know, I'll just work today and then I'll get my paycheck and go, oh, no, that isn't what we're here on this earth to do. We're here to change. We're here to influence, like I've heard you say probably a thousand times, if I've heard you say it once, you know, we're here to influence for a different kingdom, for a different king, and to show them the power of the kingdom to come. The kingdom is at hand right now. That's who we are. When you hear that,
0: you know, I, I think of that story about Jesus in the boat going across the ocean, and he says to them, where is your faith? And I mean, he first calmed the storm, then he goes, where is your faith? Because he was really showing them is that they had dominion and they were supposed to use the law of faith within the context of that that situation and many other situations as well. And we don't realize that. But again, it takes focus. It takes attention. It takes... Growing that desire that you know where you focus, you give attention to it, and it begins to transform your life. We right. and I, you know, I, by no means am I sitting here saying, "Well, I've got it all together." You know, not at all, because you know we all still on this journey of maturity in these things. But we, you know, I'm definitely challenged in in the the power of the law of faith that Jesus right. could tell a. The word there is like the it says a great storm, I think it's the word, and the word is megas. In other words, it was a hurricane force storm blowing them like out the sea, or actually blowing them under the sea because the waves were right into the boat. It says, and um, uh, and Jesus gets up and he it's interesting in the Greek when he says he rebuked the winds and the waves. The, the Greek word actually means he went, shh. <laughs> that was yeah. it. He calmed down. Then he turns and his disciples are like, what kind of man is this? Yeah. What kind of man is this? And he goes, so where's your faith? You know? Right. You, you're supposed to be the same kind of man. You've got to take dominion, you know? And w- but we, we we forget that. We forget the focus and and we we sort of lift these
1: Impotent, powerless Christian lives, you know. And because we, Sean, he was the Son of God. He was the Son of God who came down to Earth. You know, he was God embodied, and he came to Earth. No, he did all those things as Son of Man. Yeah, exactly.
0: As as the
1: second Adam. Right, (laughs) the last Adam. Yeah,
0: Yeah. the last Adam. Well, and and we're all the tribe of our Adam now of that. Right. And yeah, and he's. And the other thing he said was all exousia, all authority, yes, use might, yes. might and dominion, has been given to me in heaven and on and and earth. On earth, Go therefore. Yeah. And now you go. Yes. Go and exercise the dominion that I right. have as king of kings, which I'm now uh, commissioning you, assigning you. And that's where, like you say, it's you know what we think is let's go to church get somebody saved get the their insurance eternal insurance policy incorporated and uh so one day when you die you can cash in your insurance policy and, and you
1: know right.
0: and that is that is religion religion is escape um but That's true. but um, but new creation kingdom is about staying here Impacting here, living out the assignment here, doing what Adam was doing and then failed to carry on doing. We are here to bring Eden to the earth. Not and you see the thing is the Eden concept is that it was a garden, a nice little flowery garden, but it wasn't. The Eden was an atmosphere, it was it was an environment that God wanted spread right throughout the earth. And uh, w- that's what we're supposed to be doing everywhere we are, whatever position we hold, whatever role we fulfill, whatever location we find ourselves in. We can't be hassled. That's oh, anyway, we can't be hassled by all the stuff going on <laughs> around us. No, it's just like, we, we, we just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, what's going to happen in our world? And you know, what's going to happen to me? And what's going to happen to my money? And Jesus, is going, uh, why do you take anxious thoughts? Say me. You know, uh, it's just like, oh gosh, okay, I got it. He said, He says, you are anxious about so many things. Um, and he says, just You seek after them like the heathen do. This <laughs> is, wow. but your father knows all that you need, oh, you of little faith. Wow. The word little there is undeveloped faith. Right. Undeveloped. We got, we need some some kingdom people to go back to, to faith gym, you know, and get themselves yeah.
1: into the, well, world. the whole reason the it says that the whole reason that that we don't have these things activated in our lives, it says is because the same gospels preached, you know, Hebrews 4, unto us as well as unto them, it just wasn't mixed with faith in them who heard it. Yeah. That that's the problem, it just wasn't mixed you know, mixed with faith, you know, to, to be able to hear something and then mix it with faith to add our faith to it. It, Even the faith of a grain of a mustard seed for crying out loud. Uh, I remember when, well, I don't remember, I wasn't there, but I've read several times, you know, where it says that uh, the disciples said, Oh Lord, increase our faith. And he doesn't say, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't give you enough. Oh, yes, let me show you how, or let me, he said, no, if you have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you could speak unto this. At that point, it was a sycamine tree. And I thought, he doesn't, he doesn't tell us how to, how to get bigger at it, except for, you know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I mean, it once again goes back to what has God said, (laughs) you know, (laughs) faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, you know, we're back once again to the very foundational thing of this, which what has God said? Do we believe him? Do we trust him? Do we believe what he believes about this particular thing? Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's it's not, you know, it's not how, we think it's how much you know. It's not, it's what you do with what you know. Right. Quick story to end. Unfortunately, I've got to go. But um, Kenneth Kenneth Hagen Senior told used to, told this story, and he tells the story of about a guy who was like an old time preacher, you know, back in the day, and um, and he said he was in his meeting, and this guy couldn't read or write. He had grown up in the back hills, but got saved, and somebody he heard somebody telling the story about how Jesus spat. On the guy's tongue, and uh, and the guy got healed, you know, and that was that's his true. revelation. He would he went around spitting on everybody and had miracles happening, you know. Because oh yeah, that, that's all he that he knew that he had faith in that, and that's what he did, and it worked yep. everywhere he went. He had Kenneth Hagin said he had incredible miracles happening in his ministry. He said that night he saw things he'd never imagined he would see. And he said, "And this guy just spat on people, you know. It's just like you never, you know, if you you must be desperate to go in the healing line for, for that. But but um, it's not about how much, you know. It's about right what you do with what you do, know. I mean, it doesn't mean like ignorant. I think one of the one of the biggest, the one of the biggest um, uh, enemies of faith, and the biggest." empowers of of religious tradition is ignorance yeah if you you know if people are ignorant then then it empowers my performance it it not empowers but it it gives strength to i've got to do more because i don't know what to do and all religion is built on on a sense of trying to appease because we don't know what they want you know right What what the gods want you know so um, and, with, and the same goes for in, in the Christian world is that people don't know how to, how to please God. They're always looking, trying to please God in some way. Right. And, uh, but if they understand that he empowers us by his spirit, uh, yeah. and don't stay in ignorance. Grow in the knowledge. Yeah, of God, you know?
1: yeah there's two, two different Greek words for the word unbelief. One of them is apistos, pistos meaning the word faith. It just means have no faith. Yeah. The other one is apathia. It's the yeah. word we get apathy from. It's the ignorance. It's the to ignore this thing. I mean, I may I may have heard it, but I refuse to believe it now. It's just being and being apathetic about it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I know it says that. But, but it's one of those things, like you said, to mix ourselves into that thing, to really put our heart. If you will seek me and find me, if you seek me with your whole heart and that's i guess that's the thing it boils down to is half of me still not believing this and half of me is or am i am i whole hog into this thing i mean father this is what you say my whole life is invested in this then
0: yeah exactly
1: i mean can we do that
0: well and as kingdom citizens we should as sons right. as sons in, in the father's family we, we should because when we understand that our lives are more than just, you know, getting born, finding a job, uh, get, retiring, right. dying, you know, when we, when we understand that, then that does, doesn't feature. Because when we understand, I've got a much bigger bigger purpose, a bigger assignment to my life than just right. being born and dying, you know. I, I think Mark Twain, Mark Twain said, um, he said the two most important days in your life naturally speaking now the two most important days in your life is uh, the day you're born and the day you find out why
1: you know <laughs> and, that's true that's true i forgot about that yeah. yeah
0: and i think when we when we are when we do become new creatures in christ that's when we should discover why we are here you know is that right. we're not here just to get to heaven that wasn't the, the that's not the goal the goal is to influence earth that's why we're here that's why he's given us authority you know right so anyway good point i've got a dash like a yellow bus so um <laughs> 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 uh, a yellow school bus it's really it dismissal
1: uh, yellow bus goes. doesn't have much of a dash
0: yeah, so it's, all right, my bus dashes.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. good. Oh, yeah, no, my bus. Well, well, dash to your bus then, dude. <laughs> no, it goes well. It goes, they, they the
0: buses are nice today. No, they go nice today. So that's it's, true. All righty. Well, thanks for being with me again, Steve, and uh, thank you, everybody. Well, thank for you. Our conversation. Hope you, you are blessed with uh, with some of the. Some of the banter we've got going on here between Steve and I uh, today, and uh, we trust that you are inspired to um, to live a greater spiritual life for your for your king, um, because that's right. what it's about. Take authority and have dominion in the earth. All right. So, till next time, this is Sean and Steve saying God bless you.